the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Liberty in America is under assault. We no longer live in a reality that includes property rights. We're no longer the kings of our own castle. We no longer enjoy the true benefits of capitalism. Instead, we're negotiating our rights with our own government. This isn't how our country was founded. These aren't the ideas of our founders. It's time to seize back our country. This is the Liberty Hour, where these important issues will be discussed for the sake of America's future. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Constitution in the other, here's your host, Sean Thompson. This is the Liberty Hour. It's always bad, Macbeth, when right as you're going on air, your wife sends you a text and says you're flooding. Never good. But what do you expect? What was the, uh, you know, I live right by the Des Plaines River. Billion dollars on that big underground tunnel, 20-year project. How's it working, dummies? You know, those were engineers put that together. Absolutely good for nothing. Talking about the deep tunnel project. Did accomplish one thing. What's that? When I was six years old, it cracked our foundation. Oh, there you yeah, have that. With the blasting. What, a billion dollars at least, 20 years in production, and absolutely, totally useless. 312 642 but there was a big, big bright spot in this last week as we live in this tyrannical, abusive, Democrat corruption hub called Illinois. Big bright spot, my understanding is, a thousand people at the Thompson Center to protest the abuse of the trust fund loan lottery winner. Never had a job and never will, by the way, anything that he can't buy. I mean, because that's what J.B. Pritzker's big claim to fame is, is that he is a Pritzker. Aside from that, no one would know his name. As I've said on numerous occasions, he'd be lucky to be selling little uh, uh, accessories for your cell phone at a kiosk in one of those strip malls that he closed. But it's okay, because he said, we're we're at that 17% level that we have to be under 20 of positivity testing. So we're at 17 which by their own definition is good enough to open, but he just wants to be careful. And it's only 14 days because after all, when you're a trust fund baby, time isn't the same for you that it is for the rest of us. I mean, to him, it's just 14 days till the fund kicks out another check and he could pretend to be a successful man. But for us, 14 days when you own a business, when you work, when you're a provider, or when you just want to be productive is an eternity. I'm sorry I view it that way. I don't like to be confined. I've abided by the law my life so that I would never have to take time out of it by being incarcerated. That's one thing that always bothered me about guys who would willingly break the law. Do you really want to, can you afford the years off your life, the months off your production? You know, to me, that's what kept me on the straight and narrow. I never wanted to be sidelined from what I was capable of doing well, even more to the point think of it as roi right yeah. so if, if if this thing is going to make you enjoy your life for 20 seconds 
or two minutes yeah. and and then you're, it's going to cost you five to ten years what what's the point of that exactly because you don't want to pay for a cab and you get a dui that costs you fifteen thousand dollars at least correct why why, why be a moron right else. yeah but here's the thing those of us in business and those of us who produce things we understand how vital it is to produce every day right because if you have here i'm going to give everybody a little quick note on how business people look at things because the reality is not everybody looks at it this way so when you are the owner of a business and you have a lease you know pretty much exactly how many days it takes to pay your lease, to pay for your inventory, to have that cash flow so that you can nip out the small percentage for yourself as the business owner. And if you have help, that's another expense. So most businesses operate where the first 20 days of the month are strictly for costs and the last 10 days are geared towards profit, profitability, and expanding the, the cash flow for the next month. So time is of the essence when you own a business. But when you're a trust fund, doughboy, it's nothing but waiting for the next check to kick out. So a mere 14 days. I have the clip. Here it is. Let me just hear it. I can't hear it. Can you? You can see that every region is poised. Do it again. It uh, if it maintains it again? Yeah. You can see that every region is poised uh, if it maintains it, the, the metrics that it's at now to move into phase three in a few short days. I mean, literally, we're talking about 14 days. What's the big deal? 14 days for all of the fathers, for all of the mothers working, for all of the people struggling to pay their credit cards and their car payments and their mortgages. And yes, there still are some of us that pay for health care. All of us. What's 14 days? See, because here's the, the, the dirty little secret that no one's talking about. The stress that this is putting on people and their, their constant worry about the future and the uncertainty in an economy where 36 million have been laid off. But see, it's not talked about because who's making the rules are the millions and tens of millions of people not affected. Who makes the rules, who enforces the rules, who runs the processes that we all have to jump through the hoops to have a business and have a life? They are not affected. They are government. They are the state. Never forget, we are in a country where one-third of the workforce, one-third, roughly 27 million people, work for the government directly or indirectly. And I am not including in that figure companies that exist slowly because they're only because they're brothers or cousins and have government contracts. I'm specifically talking about people who get their paychecks from one form of government or the next, be it federal, state, local, municipal, whatever. 27 million people will constantly get those checks, are constantly the ones telling us it's no big deal. It's just 14 days. But the bright spot is people are up to their eyeballs with the aggravation and the nonsense. Because I'm not the only one who hears that moronic communist phrase, we're all in this together, BS. When the reality is, we're not all in this together, not by a long shot. It was never right when it was said to take the Russian people into the communist Soviets. It's not true now, and it will never be true. The beauty of life is that we're all unique. What makes it interesting and worth living is that nobody knows what your opportunity is as long as we have the opportunity to try for greater things. That what is what used to be America. The idea that these bureaucrats have shut us down. And by the way, you notice how they don't talk about Georgia anymore? Georgia, two weeks ago, it was too early. What happened? The results are the exact same as everyone else's who's been in lockdown. 
L.A. and Illinois are my favorite two fraud, corrupt, socialist-led states that ignore the very science they they continue to beat us over the head with. The science you set, the parameters you set, we are achieving that. And nonetheless, it doesn't matter. All that matters is their ability to penalize us. And just before I came on the air, I did a little thing on ABC News. We did a little thing on Elmhurst Businesses. It was myself and restaurant owners and other business owners. It was a guy from the cleaners there. Like, and, and, and it's not a political argument. What I love about this movement is this is not Democrats versus Republicans. Only a moron will tell you that. A Svengali, a con artist, will have you believe this is Republicans versus Democrats. Absolutely not. This is free men versus those who want to cast them in servitude. J.B. Pritzker does not have the right to your life. I'm sorry he doesn't. Not him, not his pediatrician that he claims is an expert from Oak Park, a pediatrician. Every time I see this dimwit on TV, I think to myself, not only am I waiting for that stupid bilingual thing, how could, th- how could this person, a pediatrician, be brought on as some expert when it comes to this? When the reality is, I'd like to know what her press practice was before this i'd like to know what the satisfaction of the parents were who brought their kids to her because i went to what i considered to be what i was told was the best pediatrician not too impressed let alone given the power to just shut us down by interpreting science and contradicting themselves you set these parameters that we're beating and still you tell me i have to wait 14 days and during the interview it was it was a great spot we talked for a while and they grabbed little snippets And what I said about the interview was they have created a depression by using guessing. They have been guessing at what they're doing. And what you know about Democrats and what you know about socialists in general, they don't care about the results. They're unwilling to change course because the results don't mean anything. What means something to Pritzker is his ability to seize those businesses. Now, how do I know I'm true? Because on a Sunday, on a Sunday, he enacts to his emergency powers, He really did it since Friday afternoon, but it was approved and released today. Well, Pritzker's executive orders require restaurants, salons, and gyms to remain closed to on-site patrons due to COVID-19. The rules under the Illinois Department of Public Health regulations and violations will now be categorized as a Class A misdemeanor with fines ranging from $500 to $2,500. So now if you open up, they can now just walk in and say, eh, here's a ticket, and you pay $2,500, and you pay $2,500. And by the way, it's unclear as to if they'll ticket the people working in these, in, in these uh, uh, businesses that decide to say, ah, this is mine, I risked my money, I invested my time and my future, I'm not going to let you take it away. And for those workers who want to participate and come to work, now everybody is subjected to a $2,500, up to $2,500 Class A misdemeanor. Why? Because it's a law? No. Because Dumbo said so. And that's the only reason. I'll tell you what, it's despicable to me. And what's even more despicable is the condescending tone he takes when questioned. We'll get back to that and your phone calls. 312-642-5600. This is the Liberty Hour. Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM560, The Answer. Everybody knows yeah, normally she's mad and overreacting for no reason. She's got a good one now, boy. And then my father-in-law lives right down the street. Normally I run there. I have to put it on hold. Jim, 
Thanks for calling the some show. Flooding going on in Sean's neighborhood. How are you, we my friend? The, we got some flooding at the displays. Go ahead. How are you, buddy? Well, you know, you may along the displays, but uh, the Fox River that goes through Elgin, South Elgin, never floods because they have all these dams that control the surge of the water. Really? I built a home there in the late '80s, and even through today, and the neighbors before I bought the home, I wasn't sure about the water level. They were there from the early '50s, never had a problem. Really? And that's because those dams control the surge of water along the Fox. Damn, we don't have enough dams on it's the really displays. Good. All right. Very good. I hear you. Yep, that's what they, 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 that's what they need. Damn it. Anyways, um, yesterday we went to the rally downtown Chicago, and uh, that doctor from Oak Park was mentioned by uh, uh, you know some people there, and it was well-attended, enthusiastic crowd. Yeah. Uh, the police were nice. In fact, at the end, they thanked the police and said because of them they were able to have the rally. Well, it's, so interesting. Cool. It's, interesting. it's interesting you talk about that, Jim, because in this new rule that came out, this new misdemeanor where he's going to use the uh, Gestapo to fine us, and circumvent the fact of the matter that businesses like mine, uh, municipalities like Elmhurst, um, were filing suit. We're going to open up. We're trying to follow the rules and said, look, we're going to open up under the original rules you set, and we're going to follow the, the we all agree this is a serious virus. We're going to follow recommended uh, safety standards to open up, and we're going to do it in a thoughtful manner, and we want to go forward because this is not a political thing. This is a, a rights thing. This is the foundation of our country is the property rights. The foundation of this country right. is that I have the right to my life. The idea that we've well, allowed... Well, what we have to do is... Go ahead. I'm sorry. What we have to do is we have to invoke the same thing he did and say we're sanctuaries. Uh, just like Chicago just, was a sanctuary here's city. Here's the thing, though, Jim. You've got to take him down. Thank you for calling the show. You've got to take him down by using the law that's available. We're not interested in creating law or doing yeah, these why things. Why legitimize that I, argument when you have a stronger one? We have a stronger one. You are in violation of your office. Sorry, you're in violation of the rules and restrictions and restraints set on your office. Now, the problem is he knows if he can keep us separate rather than let us unite, he can intimidate you. This is going to intimidate a lot of people. Nobody wants to pay $2,500 for a, a, a ticket on a, on a law that really isn't a law. So he has deployed police to, ex, to enforce that law. So what we need are the police who understand they're sworn to uphold my rights, not the, not the atrocities of a would-be tyrant. And self-proclaimed demigod, which is what this guy is. This guy's qualified to do absolutely nothing. Except if you look at another article that I was sent, and it's right. Isn't this interesting? Now, here's the thing. I don't think this is a lot of money for this big guy. In fact, he probably spends more on trinkets and desserts for the old lady. But the Pritzker Group itself, Q Health is awarded $13 million government contract to develop portable point-of-care COVID testing. Isn't that something? And the Pritzker Group is the majority shareholder in the Q Health. What a coincidence. That's just something, huh? A little $13 million. So see, when, you're, when you have the power of government and you can negotiate and steer these kind of contracts, I guess 14 days is nothing. I guess for 14 days, Pritzker has more opportunities to steer more contracts to more of his family's shell companies. Right? I mean, after all, that's all this nonsense is. I, please investigate Abe Pritzker, the smartest gangster of them all. They're doing movies about Capone, going to the bathroom in his trousers all over the internet. I just paid $10 for that movie. They're doing movies on him. I'd rather see a movie a sucker. on Abe Pritzker. I would. Candace, thanks for calling the show. How are you? Now, that story pisses me off. Yeah. Well, Sorry to hear about your basement, too, Sean. Um, 
Thank you. This weekend, I had to go to Joanne Fabrics for something simple, and then everybody was standing in line. I'm like, why is the line taking so long? They're like, only five people can go in at one time. What kind of a governor? I mean, I'm telling you, they're just, they're like laughing at us and mocking us, but yet these stupid people are standing in line with their masks, and the girl in front of me says, well, I don't really believe any of this stuff. You know, I'm on cue and blah, blah, blah. I go, well, then why are you wearing the stupid mask? You know what I mean? If well, here's the thing. It, here's the thing, though, Candace. I mean, you got to you got to cut a, cut people a break too, because it's it's a tremendous amount of peer pressure out there. As you know from last week's show, I have pedophiles claiming I'm selfish because I don't want to wear a mask. You know, I, we've got so you've got to keep in mind you've now entered an arena of communism and socialism. And here's what they know in this article for twenty five hundred dollars fines. You know how you know what they quote in this article, and I, I highly recommend that you go on and, and, and you pull up this article. They are saying that what's the reason is they're answering the problems because so many business owners who were diligently following the rules had to sit witness as other business owners just opened up and ignored them. Mm-hmm. So you now have taken that communistic mm-hmm. turn where you turn in yeah. your fellow citizen. So let me tell you about yeah. my little cigar store. I own a cigar store in Elmhurst, been there for 20 years. I bought it five years ago. Four years ago, some dimwit opened up a seamstress shop right next door to it. Now, the reason she opened up a seamstress shop is because she thought the guy who owned it, Jim, didn't know what he was doing. It was going to go out of business. She was right. But she didn't understand the Sean factor. I bought it, and now we're not going out of business. So what does she do? She complains every month to the landlord. And he's got the cigars and the cigars. Well, listen, stupid. You're the one that opened up a seamstress shop next to a cigar store. So she's already incentivized to see me go out of business. So when I have guys doing inventory in the cigar store, who's incentivized to call? You see, this is what happens. So don't buy that tagline, we're all in this together. Because as the covetous communist always shows you, they, they want to be in it just a little more than you. Because when you have the grace of the government and you can steer a $13 million contract to your God knows what company called Q Health, it works for you. Government abuse and control works for the heavily connected to government. And that's all we're really arguing about here. It's also worth pointing out, too, though, that... Just because somebody chooses to wear a mask into a store doesn't make them your enemy or an idiot no. or anything like this. I'm yeah. hearing a lot of this nonsense of like, I can't imagine these sheep wearing their masks. And it's that's not. No, you have a choice. You're making a choice not to. They're making a choice too. Yeah. In order to do so. Like, that's not an issue. That's right. not a problem. And, and here for you. I have, you know, our wonderful Amy Jacobson. I'm sick of people. Our wonderful, types. lovely Amy Jacobson. She has got some concerns for her, for her kids and for herself and yeah. for her husband. She doesn't want to take the chance. So she has been doing this, by the way, very early on to where I made fun of her with the wipes and the mask. And that's her prerogative. Well, She's not. I, I, I don't there have a problem with that. There was a point where she was wearing gloves and using hand sanitizer on the gloves. I didn't so say. Well, she's on that blonde. one occasion. <laughs> we all know she's blonde. John, thanks for calling the show. How are you? Good, Sean. Uh, hey, I was uh, telling George, uh, did you guys see yeah. the Pat Sajak uh, tweet? No, I, I put I, him up I on your screen. In I there. took off the alerts on Pat Sajak and his tweets. Although he was just pointing out, the I am interested. No, you, you might you might appreciate this. Who's the, who's, says, the, who's, uh, the, who's the Turner of the, on the show? What's her name? I can't believe I can't. I'm blanking on her name. So that's what oh, a V on, on uh, Vanna White. Uh, Vanna, Vanna White. White. See now her tweets. She's she's taken over that whole thing. All right, go ahead. What did Pat say? But uh, he wrote in his tweet, when a disc jockey or a talk show host or a journalist 
who is being paid to work from his or her home tells people who can't work, pay bills, or pay their rent or mortgage to stay home and be careful because we're all in this together. It's okay to question the premise. That's exactly right. You notice how everybody who's Which I touting... Which think uh, was really great. I think it was great, too. And all of the people touting we're all in this together are, are, are probably getting paid and haven't been disrupted. If you own the business, if you've lost your job, if you're one of those $36 million, nobody's in this with you. And by the way, I learned this a long time ago. I'm the son of a bricklayer. I know what these scoundrels, believe me. And I was there when they'd go on unemployment half the year. Some of them liked it. But the vast majority of them didn't, and they wanted to work, and they wanted to go against. That's why I'm so anti-union, the labor extortion mafia. All they're interested in is controlling production to dumb it down to make sure we're all in this together. It's communism 101. Be aware when somebody tells you we're all in this together. Odds are that's a guy trying to make a dime on you. I'm not trying to make anything or force anybody to do that do anything i'm simply arguing that we all have the opportunity we're promised yeah the idea we're shut down like this Macbeth. you've turned illinois into a, in, into a prison camp. Well, it's crazy and in one breath i'm defending the guy who wants to open in spite of the government and in the other breath i'm defending the guy who does everything by the book and opens with a mask requirement that's their prerogative too mm-hmm. let's just defend choice and freedom if you just stick to that, you'll end up on the right side 99.9% of and the And nobody's talking about the inadequacies of all the nonsense they bought you off with. These right. programs aren't working. No. Look, at, look at their unemployment crashes. This guy, the tech billionaire, can't run a website for us or for the state of Illinois. If you're on the line, stay on the line, James. I'll get to you. 312-642-5600. We'll be back after this. You're going to get used to wearing them chains after a while, Luke. But you never stop listening to them clinking. Liberty Hour. Call Sean now at 312-642-5600. I want to hit this clip with J.B. Pritzker. Uh, well, that's a loaded question if I ever heard one. Oh, that's the wrong clip. Damn it. Never mind. What are you trying to find? I don't know. I can't find it. I wanted to find the one I, I sent you where he's uh, talking about what he's going to do to businesses. They better listen. The governor faced with growing defiance, not mincing words today, saying there will be consequences for business owners and local governments that go against the state's orders. Here's what I want to say to those leaders. You weren't elected to do what's easy. You were elected to do what's right. The governor with stern words as two downstate county governments, Madison and Adams, authorized their own reopenings. Their phased plans allowing restaurants, bars, salons and other businesses to operate with restrictions. What we're trying to do here is really balance our public health with our economy and jobs and also our constitutional rights. That's true. You know, in Elmhurst, the mayor, Steve Morley, did the same thing, wrote a letter. Listen, these people... They, they, they sacrifice their time, their effort, their money, and they have to live on this money. They provide for their family. They pay things. This is the problem with when you allow clueless frauds. You elect them to an office and you don't understand the power they have. 
I can't for the life of me decide how he has power over other elected officials who are on the ground in those communities, especially when you're talking about places like down south or DuPage County, which has an infinitesimal amount compared to the sewer Cook County that they're in charge of for 100 years. It's not the population density to to maintain threat. And then so he continues, right? So he he says, now this is what we're going to do. There will be consequences. Businesses and individual professionals that are licensed by state agencies will be held accountable for breaching public health orders. Doesn't matter what he says the General Assembly plans to convene in Springfield next week, following repeated calls by Republicans who want more say in how the state reopens. They want okay. So my wife's my wife's a hairdresser. They're threatening I don't know how many months if she cuts hair in the beauty shop. How many months and it's either five thousand up to fifty thousand. You know what this is to be I told my wife, what are you nuts? Let's get the hell out of here. Yeah. I got a place down in Florida. What are you doing? Yeah. Cut hair in the They've beach. been open for two weeks. You think the government has the right? Well, you could you're drive the 45 one. minutes north and hit Wisconsin. Right. But you're the one who paid, who went to the classes, who passed the tests, and this fat son of a gun with the sweep of one cheek could take that all away from you? The hell? Who's The law is obviously not on my side anymore. Man, it is a big cheek. Are you kidding me? Talk a big cheek. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I keep thinking about with the horses down in Florida. How are you ever going to get the smell off their back? All right, let's go to James Westmont. Thanks for calling. Farm work. Hi, James. How are you? What's up, Sean? I miss your shot, man. Thank you. Thank you. Are you there? Hello? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I'm here. You talk now. Yeah. Are you you bailing out my business? I can barely hear you. You miss my what? My shop. Your shop. Yeah. Come by. I got a lot of help doing inventory. Go ahead. Sounds like he's in the middle of the monsoon. We were just in. Yeah. Sounds like he's, flooding, he's bailing my basement. What else you got? Well, like I said, uh, today we just, you know, we found out uh, my mom lives in Crown Point, as you know. So we went out to go see her, and then we found out restaurants are accepting people to come in and eat. So we went to uh, Michigan City, actually, to go to the local IHOP there and had a nice meal at a table. That was kind of nice for, for since uh, March. So you get to go to a March restaurant different. and you pick the IHOP? In Michigan City. You better start calling people asking for advice before you make these decisions. <laughs> yeah, Are Yelp, you nuts? Yelp is but we thing. actually, yeah, there, there's it's a reason. It's the end of the world, that. baby. Go to Gibson's. Live it up. Yeah. <laughs> That's all you do. There's a reason for that. It was more of a sentimental thing. So oh. My uh, brother passed away in February. Oh. He had a gift card, and he, um, my son uh, got the gift card. My mom just gave it to him to say, if you ever near an IHOP, you can go ahead and use it. So oh, we did that you know, in his honor, so to say. So, and you want to you know, know something, Jim? It is a good decision. Because I gave Bruce Wolf a, a, a gift card to Gene and Giorgetti's, which he never used. And I realized the only way we're gonna, they're ever going to use it is at his, after his demise, his wife takes the family to Gene and Giorgetti's on in, me. In lieu Perfect. of, in lieu of real share. Yeah. I like it. Hey, I like Sean, it. let me know when you, you need inventory. I'll be, uh, I'll be there to help you, brother. Thank you, James. Thank you. So in the, in the, in the law, you can open for curbside yeah. as of May 1st. I mean, right. I, all this ticky-tack nonsense, and all of my friends, you know, at this meeting in Elmhurst, it was so nice to see, because these are people who are normally, you know, in somewhat competition, and they're friends of mine. I, I, I was lucky enough to know three guys very well since I was a kid who owned restaurants in the neighborhood, and many others who didn't. And at a certain point, we're discussing, because you know there are going to be consequences and repercussions when you cross these mafia, Democrat, socialist scum. You know that they have no problem releasing the full force of government against the law-abiding at the same moment they're releasing the pedophiles and rapists and wife-beaters. And all they're trying to figure out is how to buy those scumbags off so they keep quiet. 
So you know they're going to come down with the full weight and force of the government against you, the guy who makes the world go around. But I, as I said in the meeting, what good is a license if you can't use it? All of you who pretend you have a liquor license, you don't have a license. The drop of that fat man's sweat ball, he can shut you down. What license? It's disgusting to me that this is allowed. And what do the Republicans do? They come on with their mealy-mouthed answers because they want to shake down the same guys after the Democrats get done with them. That's why their families are all lobbyists. That's why they're useless. Correct it from our side. Every Republican who isn't putting up a stink, throw that scumbag out of office. Tell him to go join the Democrats where he belongs. 312-642-5600. You're listening to The Liberty Hour with Sean Thompson. Get on the line with Sean by calling 312-642-5600. The reality is the economic devastation this will do to us besides losing our businesses. I don't think they've taken into consideration one iota what this is going to do to real estate prices. You know, there's a reason you can buy a bungalow on the lakefront on the south side for $60,000. That's the policies. There's no businesses open there. Government has made certain it's not advantageous to be in businesses. Well, then, and if you're buying a $60,000 property, let's say in the South Shore, okay, somewhere around 73rd Exchange, something like that, right? If, if you're buying that property, you're going to be paying real estate taxes, assuming you're not a senior, okay? You're going to be paying the real estate taxes equal to the value of your property every seven years. You know where I was, why I didn't write? That's exactly right. Or less. Because when there's no businesses to offset or have any tax base, you, guess who you. pays it? The on suckers you, who own the real estate. You know the reason I didn't go to that meeting or that uh, rally? I wanted to go. I had made an appointment with three people, three people that have contacted me through this station yeah. for Liberty Real Estate Services. Bing, plug. And what they Shameless. did is they want to move to South Florida. Now, two of them are going to go to the West Coast. One's going to go to the East Coast. The funny thing is, one of them wants to move his entire business, and he's a manufacturer, and he can manufacture in any state. Yeah. So you're talking about, this is just one guy. You don't think that 50 people out there want to contact me at Liberty Real Estate Services? So, That's Sean, S-H-A-U-N, at LibertyRealEstateServices.com? Right, so his employees are leaving. He's leaving, right? The, the work that they had for maintenance on his buildings and his equipment, that's all leaving. One Any company. kind of local supplier that he was going to use is not getting that business anymore. Right. One company. I mean, come on. Now, you shut down They're these restaurants. Be gas here anymore. Restaurants on a very small margin with very high costs. 40% will not open. Sorry, that's just the way it is. Hey, Sean, how many states have restaurants? <laughs> all 50. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's in, unfortunate for do. Illinois. Would you, rather own, would you rather run one right now in Illinois or run a restaurant in Florida or Indiana or Wisconsin? Well, you can't run a restaurant in Illinois right now, no, so that's an easy not. choice. There you go. Rhetorical. Greg, thanks for calling that's the show. Answered. How are you? Hey, how are you doing today? Good, good. How are you? You know, I'll tell you what. This guy doesn't answer a question. He's never followed up with a question. All he's got is that stupid look on his face that's and a smarmy, in the connection. condescending smirk. And I'm looking out my window right now. You can stock the God blessed street with bass, okay? That's how much good that's catch. how much rain we got. You know what? This whole place is going to be a federal disaster area. People are going to be flooded. They're not working. They're going to have to struggle now to keep their houses safe 
for their kids when they get these, this water backing up. This guy is an unmitigated disaster. And, Sean, don't waste your time going to some protest in, 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 uh, you know, by the Picasso statue or something. <laughs> you got to protest. If you want to protest this guy, protest him right in front of his house with pitches, uh, pitchforks and torches and just a man. Get the coverage out there. Get this guy out. This is this well, guy will I, go down as the worst here, ever. I've been protesting this kind of incompetence, this kind of government incompetence for my whole life. I've been doing it on air for at least four years on this station, calling everybody prior to this. This is my my life. This is, I'm not a, not I'm long a, enough to know that you need a disclaimer right now. I need a disclaimer. The right Liberty now. Hour, no, uh, no longer. Yeah. <laughs> Liberty, Easy, don't yeah. jinx me. The Liberty Hour. Yeah, the Liberty Hour Thank- in no way uh, condones or uh, suggests any sort of pitchforking or torching. That's right. Thank um, you, Greg, yes. for calling, and I agree with him. Yeah, and it's aggravating. You know, we're to the point now. We well, could hear in his voice how angry he is. I can't even watch his face on TV, and when he's asked a question like the Amy Jacobson question, and then he has that condescending retort to it. You know the one. Yes. Uh, well, that's a loaded question, if I ever heard one. Uh, let's start with this. Now, let's let's just take that into consideration. Do you remember what the question was? Let me let me play. It I think I do. Amy Jacobson, WIND Radio. As more and more county leaders and local mayors are disregarding your plan to reopen and are moving ahead with their own plans, both you and Mayor Lightfoot are threatening to use force to ensure compliance. But at the same time, You've released 1,000 inmates from prison, including 64 convicted murderers. Do you see the disconnect between these two positions? And with the cases in prisons leveling off, will you then be returning those inmates? How's it loaded? That's not loaded at all. No, that's a straight. That's a straight up connective. It's not loaded, you smarmy, baby-handed, good for nothing. It's well, it's it's toned against him. It so therefore it's loaded. You got to understand with a guy like Pritzker, all he's getting is softballs. All he's getting is is friendly media saying, "Oh yeah, yeah, we'll keep everybody close. Oh yeah, yeah, stay home, stay safe." You know that's why I don't live. I'm going to tell you right now. That's why a big reason why I got out of Melrose Park. I love Melrose Park. I'm from there. My grandfather was a real true Melrose Park. You're not suggesting Melrose Park. I'm going to tell you what used to happen there. My uncle used to do it. He was part of the village. They come around on election day, and if you want the, the grace of the government, you vote Democrat. They take away your opinion, and it's all a little scam because they're all in on it. And that's how every neighborhood is. It's not just Melrose Park. That's every neighborhood in Illinois, and it in always Cook starts, County. It always starts with everybody benefits. And then it goes into, well, if you don't want to not benefit, okay? So there's the implied you know, threat of, of, of you know, harm yeah. to you, right? If you don't want to be part of this, that's fine, but we're not going to protect... Everybody knows what that means. And this is the reality of having these frauds in office. Yeah. This right here. So all the good conservatives who just stepped and fetched and did what they were told to do. Are you loving it? Are you happy? And that's why the only answer for people who don't like it, get the hell out. Because that's the corruption in it. And you're never going to beat it, man. That's why they vote for all these little tag-alongs. And that's how a little few corrupt become a machine. Become Illinois, because here's the real cheese. No matter what you feel about this, they're not going anywhere. And he'll be governor as long as he wants to be. And Lori Lightfoot, just like transgendering Rahm Emanuel, they're all the same. And look at what we have to live with. 312-642-5600. They may take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom! The Liberty Hour 
Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM560, The Answer. Time is going by fast. We do have another hour. Which means yes, it's always worth reminding people of that. I'm like an hour and 30 minutes away from throwing my back out, bailing. <laughs> Nick, thanks for calling the show. How are you? Oh, fine. Thank you. Uh, I want to say that, uh, you know, uh, people tolerate my repeating it from last time, uh, but we have a tiny bit of historical perspective from South Korea. They had uh, an opening up of the government there, uh, of the stores and all that. And then uh, people are a little too close at some of the nightclubs and, and bars and stuff. And then there's a little uptick in the amount of coronavirus uh, illnesses. So then they, the government slowed things down. Now, right now, I'll tell you the truth, I don't know where they're at there. But the, the thing is, though, many people first know you got to be careful because you see a lot of people when you walk around. I, I get around all the time by foot or by bus. People got their masks on. People try to stay a comfortable distance from other people. And uh, we'll see. And, and if they open things up and let people just be able to live their lives and not let this economy go into ruination, uh, then what will happen is uh, by observing things, they'll find out. John, you know, uh, I mean, Nick, you it's, know what I mean? Nick, it's, here's yeah. the problem. It's too late, brother. This economy's not a Chevy. You, they, had, they had no idea what they were doing. And you're going to give business people the opportunity to do what? Take more debt on? Well, that's going to go one of two directions. Either they're going to take the debt and they're going to close the business and, and, and decide how you're going to make them pay off the debt. Or they're going to take the debt and the business will stagnate for the next year until they pay off the debt. You're not helping. You're the ones who caused it. So here's the problem, Nick. They were guessing from the onset. This is why I had an argument on Twitter. With, with, it turned out to be a nice guy. And uh, he kept doing the mask and this communist nonsense and the lockdown. He bought all the nonsense. I don't blame him for it. He's inundated, right? But I said, he's talking about Illinois did the right thing. Look at Sweden, yeah, which has two, only 2 million difference yeah. in the population. Yeah, they took measured, measured action. They closed schools. They they, said, I don't okay, think they did close schools. They, they closed most, most preschools and stuff like that. Lower, uh, lower level education, and they um, and they, they just shut said one door. Though. They said, "Here's what you can do to help yourself stay yeah. safe," and and here's our advice as your loving government. It would, and be, they didn't, they didn't. It would be a debate, McBath, if it was the same numbers as right. us. But it's better, way better, way better than us. And they so probably reached herd immunity or close. You did point. the wrong thing, and yet, just like every time government does the wrong thing, yeah. it profits from it. Yeah. Look at. How much it profits from it? Oh, they yeah. could ta- they could tax you in eight ways the Tuesday. Well, when you know what's coming, even the even the dumbest idiot on the on the earth can make some money. The off real it. skinny is they don't care if the you businesses know, go under because be, it's more ways they could tax you the the regular person. We need to be a little careful about what we're saying here tonight. Why? My eight year old is apparently listening. My oh. wife texted me and she said, "Your daughter says the government is acting like this is a prison and free freedom isn't real." Good, I love that kid. By the way, give her my address. She's young enough to start bailing. She's John. also stronger than you. Thank you so much for calling the show. How are you? What do you say, Sean? How are you? Wonderful. Thank you. Uh, if you give me about 60 or 90 seconds, then I'd like to hear okay. your uh, your comments. Go ahead. You know, all these individual cases, like beauty salon uh, cases that open up, and they're great stories, you know, here and there. The problem is the, the only way things were going to get done and, and things that are going to get done is if there's a stampede, if there's like hundreds of thousands of business owners opening up at the same time, and then, and then the, you know, they won't know what to do because it'll all, 
it'll all it'll all be happening at one time. And I'm thinking to myself, what what are people what are the business owners afraid of? And here's my philosophy: is that the is that whether you call them Democrats or dictators or fascists, they're the ones that are, that have the power that are holding the cards, and and they're the ones that are making all the rules right now, and they're good at it. Yeah, John, we are we have to take a hard break. I'm sorry about that, but the answer to your question is why no one can do it all together is because we have individual lives. Yeah, we're going to start in We're not in all on that in this together hour, so. because the reality is you give a fine to somebody who's just hanging on. It's a death nail. 312-642-5600. Have a drink of water, sir. This is the Liberty Hour. Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM560, The Answer. This is the Liberty Hour. And if you're on the line, you know I got a soft spot for callers. I want to get into we're gonna get into the three trillion dollar bill the Democrats passed. Thank God it's not going to go anywhere, but it will sooner or later because the Republicans just want to get their little cut in on it. Spencer, thank you so much for calling the show. I love the question. Go ahead. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to let you Yeah, I love your show, Sean. I'm a, I'm a new listener somewhat, you know, I'm from Nebraska. I moved to Illinois a couple of years ago, but, uh, the thing is that, you know, if we get all these people and we're like, Hey, let's just, you know, go against the government. Well, the problem is half Illinois or more is still, you know, with Jelly Belly and, and Lori Lightfoot. Yeah. It's cool to be a Democrat, you know, so that's the problem, especially the younger generation is what we're running into. But, you know, the Democrats have somehow sucked in, you know, the younger crowd to where it's cool to be a Democrat. Here's why I say and, that that I agree with you, number one, but you always have to remember the Democrat Party now, I know you sound like you're younger. I'm, I'm in my 50s. The Democrat Party, when I was a kid, is called the Republican Party today. Okay? So there are Democrats that do believe in freedom. They're not vocal, but they're out there. The problem is, Spencer, in Illinois, the Democrat mafia, it's not a political movement or a political ideology more than it's a mafia. So it's not your right. standard Democrat. So if you go to... Nebraska, which, by the way, it's where my daughter goes to college. If you go to Nebraska and you meet a, a Democrat from Nebraska, he has nothing in common with a Chicago Mafia member Democrat. Oh, so I they're, agree. they're I two separate agree. worlds. So you do have people who are forced, people like I, I talked about in my old neighborhood. They're not Democrats. I'll drag 15 of them in here. We'll talk about money. You're going to think that they're hardcore right of Reaganomics Republicans, and they vote Democrat their whole life because they're told to. So the reality right. is you have a large portion of that party that when push comes to shove, really do want to see their local businesses do better and really do understand Lori Lightfoot in her Rahm Emanuel suit or J.B. Pritzker in Omar the Tentmaker suit. Neither one of them get to decide when those people open or close as long as they're law abiding. Right. And here's the right. other thing, too, Spencer. No one's asking to break the rules that they were operating prior to. If they have a 2 o'clock in the morning liquor license, they're not saying we want to stay open 24 hours. They just want to go back to the business that they had been running. No one's asking right. for, for rogue, you know, the old 1920 speakeasies. We're just saying, I, right. I, I paid. I have my livelihood tied up here, my money. Or here's the other thing, Spencer. If you're going to shut down the businesses, then buy them. I don't need a loan. You're going to take my, my cigar store? 
here, I'm going to tell you what it's worth, and you're going to give me the money. Don't, don't give me a loan. And my friend who has the restaurant, and my six friends who have the restaurants, and everybody out there who owns a baker and a butcher and a candlestick maker, you took our business, give me money. Because you're not going to take yeah, from I- me and just, just tell me too bad you're going to suck it up, kid. No, no, no. Somebody owes me money. Not a loan, not a check, and not welfare. You took my business from me. Pay me, right? Yeah. So Spencer, did you hear about the? What? Did you hear about the salon? Uh, the salon owner in Oregon. Yes, I had yeah. just recently seen that today. Actually, wait, wait. What it, happened it, in it, Oregon? Maybe I'm I'm mistaken. What happened? Uh, it was kind of similar to the one in Texas, but so get this: OSHA came in to her salon and and threatened her with a seventy thousand dollar OSHA fine. Yeah, because some, something about working in a hazardous situation, and she was completely compliant with all you know her her, her salon state and local. was up to date, you know. Yeah. But they came in with the you know the scam with oh yeah we're going to give you a seventy thousand dollar fine for opening up. Spencer, so, uh, my, my wife is terrified because we have the kids, our businesses are shut down. She gets calls all the time. Can you go do my hair? Now she owns the shop. No, she's afraid. Yeah. She's terrified because she knows exactly. that's what they do. And isn't that a yeah, shame? I, that that's what happens when when citizens are afraid of their government. You're living in tyranny, brother. That's what we got right. here. And, and and you know who you could thank for OSHA, don't you, Spencer? What the liberal? Yeah, no the unions and all that. Don't they? You own could them? thank Richard Nixon, yep. the Republican uh-huh. Spencer. But but let me oh, tell you uh, something. The help Beware of the, Democratic the Republicans Congress, too. Yeah, but it was his idea. Thank you, Spence, for calling. I do appreciate it. Richard Nixon was a classic case of a guy who assumed himself to be smarter than his principles would allow. Richard Nixon was my least favorite president, and I'm a, I'm a conservative. Yes. In history. Well, he wasn't he that did, conservative. When you see what he did between the, the gold standard, yeah. between the EPA, OSHA, uh, Department Chinese of trade. Education, was his concept yeah. and his craft. Carter signed it, but Nixon <laughs> created it. Chinese trade. Chinese trade, but he, his Doomed trade. the American auto industry. His trade was not fair trade. I'm a fair trader. Right. I'm not an orchestrated trader. Right. Right. So there was a lot of the China trade I had a problem with. I get accused that because what I like is the idea that business people and human beings should have the right to their choices. I'm sorry. I'm going to go around swinging that. You have the right to your business. You have the right to your choices and you have the right to offer product to the population. See, this is the big argument I get all the time. Well, what if nobody comes? What if they open it up and nobody comes? So what? We're big boys. We're entrepreneurs. We took that challenge on when we started the business, when we bought the business, when we operate the business. If we're going to die, then let us die of our uh, while we try. It's our right to try. If I open the doors and nobody comes, then nobody comes. If the restaurants bought the food and nobody comes, nobody comes. Fine. At least they failed because of the market. At least they failed because of the demand and supply that has made this country the strongest. It isn't fat trust fund politicians or blowhards. It's us and our right to that business. It isn't a government scheme. It isn't populism or nationalism or socialism. In fact, all of those things are what destroy us. And it's funny now we're forced to watch this fraud. De tutte frauds, Barack Obama. The touted lawyer that never tried a case. A man whose entire legacy is a lie and a failure. Come on and accused Trump of being a, he didn't act fast enough. Yet not one sycophant, low-life fraud mentions what really started to cripple the economy, which was Obamacare. Now we don't talk about it. Nobody talk about it. 
what he did in the in the unlawful, unjust extortion passing of that law can never be rectified. The money that it took off of each one of our tables from the pockets of companies and the destruction, the fact that it only allowed hybrid insurance companies, scam artists who were who were paying government to stay in business while squeezing out competition and controlling our choices. Yet he's touted as, as a success. He's a disgrace, not because he's a Democrat, but because he's a communist Marxist socialist. I mean, we've got to start to take back the verbiage. And by the way, in all of this fascism that we're living, what happened to all the liberals? What happened to everybody? Well, I'm a liberal. This is what liberalism looks like. Look at that slob in, on, on Astor Street or that God knows what mini Beetlejuice tucked away in the North Coast, wherever she is in the North Shore. That's liberalism. How's it feel? All the people who can't walk are afraid of their neighbor or open their business to a $2,500 ticket. Aren't you so liberal? My, how progressive Illinois is. Mike, thanks for calling the show. How are you? Hey, I'm doing good, Sean. You know, you guys were mentioning the mass earlier, and, you know, I'm, I'm in that dilemma, too, because I'm with you guys. I, I don't find mass to be really effective in anything. But, you know, where I'm at, I'm in a small town, and, there's a lot of businesses I frequent often. There's a gas station up the street I go to every day. So I put a mask on when I go to those places because I know those people. You know, if they're and wearing if it a makes mask, them comfortable, that I wear one too. Listen, I'm going to tell you something. It's my, my price to pay for, for just an amiable my, relationship with people. My younger brother-in-law right now is helping my father-in-law. When this show closes, I'm going to run over there. And you know what I'm going to do when I walk in the house? Bail with a bucket. I got a little bandana, a pink one. That my daughter left in the car. <laughs> I'm going to tie it on my face because my wife wants me to have one on. That's her parents. I get it. I'm going to make you a custom I mask. I get it. Yeah. yeah. But I, you listen. Yeah, so you know that, that, that's yeah, because, that, no, that's because I, I I'm, I'm no. abiding by people I love. Now, do I agree with it? No. Does it? Here's the other thing you got to never Mike, forget this the about it. Mike, here's the thing. The mask has conflicting science. They're not sure. That's the other part that fries me. You did something you're really not sure of, well, the other and you is, made everybody, you're forcing them to do it. People probably aren't washing these masks either, and there are other diseases other than coronavirus to worry about, diseases that you exhale on a regular basis. If you're inhaling through It's like the hermaphrodites the in Oak Park. You remember the hermaphrodites in Jeez. Oak Park with the cloth for their groceries? Their cloth little bag, because the bags were hurting the earth, and they stuck the, the, the food, and you find out the scum and disease that are in that cloth as if you couldn't look at them and see they're surrounded by it but all in that bag well, it's yeah, the they, same nonsense they're not disinfecting them after putting raw chicken in there because it, you on. know they failed high school Got biology a, not to mention, they want to tell you how that works is it good for human beings to be breathing in what they exhale is that good for you i think we're losing mike yeah that's all right thanks mike for calling the show no one cares about that because you know here's going to be another study let's make another prediction hour yeah I predict that in 120 days, they will find out that from people breathing their own air in the masks, massive health problems were you caused. Lie. I don't think so. Especially when you see these morphodites jogging with the mask on. I, the That's favorite why for I me keep is still rubber people mallet, not driving just for the with masks and gloves. Oh, I like that. I know a lot of guys. They were called robbers when I was a kid. 312-642-5600. What we've got here is failure to communicate. This is the Liberty Hour. 
Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM560, The Answer. Everybody knows All right, we're going to get into the finances of the ridiculousness in the idea that we can somehow create government money and flood the market, and it's good fake, for us. Fake, 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 Do you remember how everyone laughed and tore apart Nancy Pelosi when she said, when you spend a dollar, three come back? We all thought that was ridiculous. Now, all of a sudden, it sounds like the platform for the Republican base. We're going to get into that, but I want to take some calls. Tom, thank you so much for calling. How are you? Tom, did I lose you? Hello, Sean. Yes, how are you? Yeah, good. Uh, you know, I was uh, listening to you talk about the, the business you built. Uh, matter of fact, I think two or three businesses. Uh-huh. You brought up the fact your wife built up a business. Uh, yeah. But I'd like to have sympathy for you and your wife and your businesses in Illinois. But I guess I'm going back to Schumpeter's uh, notion of creative destruction. And, you know, if you want to keep operating in Illinois, um, maybe what you, you do is get some scrubs, a table, some stirrups. <laughs> and uh, get I don't like where this is going. Dyson. Oh. Yeah, just open yourself an abortion clinic and quit whining about the fact of all your other businesses have been closed by the governor. You know what I will do? I'm such a classy guy. Open for business. We're going to call it grand, or, or, or we'll call it grandparent. What is it called? What? Planned grandparenthood. Planned grandparenthood. That? Planned grandparenthood. We'll put it on Grand Avenue. Why not? We'll put it right on Grand Avenue. Uh, see, this is why you need a consultant. I feel like a Cadillac Pontiac dealership. How disgusting! How could that go wrong? In the money for all the bills, they're still opening. Of course, parenthood abortion course. clinics, and you know John Garcia. Channel 7 is the guy that came out to Elmhurst to interview. Yeah. And, you know, I didn't know him, but I, I nicest guy was in like the world. Guy. Yeah. Came in the, the cigar store, and he asked me a question. He's like, well, how are you surviving? I said, what do you mean, Jeff? How am I surviving? I'm surviving on money I saved. I'm surviving on money yeah. I made last year. Yeah. That's what business owners do. Chronic good decision making. There's no fairy money. No. There's no trust fund money. I'm not a Pritzker, thank God. I mean, really, there's, you could, you could, maybe there was a choice in paradise. Hmm. You could have all this money, but look at how you got to look when you're 50. I'd take it. Not me. I don't have far to go. Well, yeah, you're not that far off. I mean, on the face, yeah. yes. Yeah, of course, you're but a man. But on the body. Yeah. Well, yeah, I have muscles underneath the fat. That's the difference. You know what else I, I, I you almost have to wonder, does he <laughs> not know real people are laughing at him? Well, you know, it's entirely possible because you know there's a lot of people who take care of things for him. Anytime yeah, you have that he, much money, you have that much going yeah. on. There's no way he's managing all of his own I mean, does he not know there. when he sits there I with think... his sweater and you can't find his neck? It's just a pumpkin sitting on top of a beanbag. Does he not know how ridiculous he looks? I think much like the emperor with no clothes, there is a group of people around him who just use concave mirrors. Okay? So every mirror he looks into is just faced toward him. And it's concave, and it makes yeah. him look like a skinny man with a. I don't think they do understand, stomach. like that bug-eyed bimbo who runs the city of Chicago. How she said she's the face of Chicago. Well, that explains a lot. Yeah. My goodness, yeah. You, you better take care of your appearance. <laughs> you really need to take care of yourself. Face could use Ron, iron. the rest of us, we don't get haircuts. Ron, how are you? Uh, hi. Can you hear me? I can hear you beautifully. Okay. First of all, I run an apartment here okay uh-huh. but i would never ever ever buy a house or a business in illinois yeah what i would do is i would move just across the border 
maybe like 300 feet uh, no man's land. Yeah, just just moon uh, every so day in Illinois. what's going on yeah. without being controlled by Illinois. I know, but here's, here's the problem, Ron. That's because you know the outcome. You know the outcome. So yeah. now those choices, those statements before. are easy. Now, I recognized five years ago you could not sell or somebody in good faith a piece of the Illinois bankruptcy called real estate. So I decided I moved my business to South Florida. But the reality is, Ron, I don't know how old you are or what the case is. Unfortunately, the majority of us Chicagoans and Illinoisans yeah. have legacy family here. Right. And, and you know this, Ron, I'm sure, you know, people that are extremely close with That's their parents, with their aunts. Right. And you don't want to tear your kids away from that experience. So you're held hostage from your own love and affection for your family. Right. So we are just you and I, Ron, we're living in the culmination of a Democrat mafia. This is what it looks like. It didn't look like this 40 years ago. There was still some hope that the people had some civil liberties and there was still some hope that, you know, people would understand you really can't 40 years ago. They didn't have those pensions they have that are bankrupting us. Those didn't exist. So, Ron, this happened very in in the time of history. This took about 30 years for Illinois to go from "Eh, that's not so good, but it's not so bad to terrible. So how many people do you know, Ron, that have lived in their home for more than those 30 years? I mean, they, they, they've been well, robbed. Okay. okay. Uh, oh, oh, all right. Huh. Oh, or basically, I'd, uh, I want to be close to Chicago, but not in Illinois. Yeah. Well, I like it, Ron. Thank you very much. They call that Detroit. Yeah. They call that Kenosha. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing, St. too. St. John, Hammond. And yeah. I appreciate the call. But here's the thing. That's great in theory. But you and I know you got you take care of your mother. Yeah. You got your aunt. You take care of. I I don't have my, my, my own family left anymore. Care. But I've been I've been with my wife twenty seven years. Their yeah. family is my family. I got a brother in law that's sick right now. Yeah. It's killing me. I love the guy. <laughs> and you know, I mean, these are things. Lewis, thanks for calling the show. How are you, kid? I click the good evening, uh, Sean, and good evening to your guests. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, uh, what you were talking about that really is. That's not uh, Detroit. That's Venezuela. Yeah, very good. <laughs> oh, oh, very okay, good. but but good anyway, uh, I got two comments. Okay, uh-huh. uh, if you walk around with that mask on, then how are you going? Uh, uh, how you going? Uh, how how will it affect herd immunity if you got that mm. mask on? And then my second question is is that they always give uh, uh, the number of people who's been affected by that uh, uh, by the virus. But they never give the number of people who are hospitalized. Could it be that herd immunity is taking effect? Sure. They don't. Here's what we do know, Lewis. If you really listen to the hobnonsense that they keep spewing, yeah. what you really know is they are looking through a keyhole trying to describe the Mona Lisa. What you know is that they don't know. The one thing that's very clear as I watch both the pediatrician from Oak Park and J.B. Pritzker tout science and science and bring on those two, I don't know what the hell they were, I guess scientists, who were telling us one thing, they're not telling us really specificity in anything. So what we do know is they are now finding out that wearing masks, I asked that question before the break about breathing in your own, you're exhaling and then you're breathing in. That's not good for you at all. And there are studies that are being released right now that it's actually causing brain damage. 
So you have forced people to put something on that is actually, we're not meant to breathe within a mask. You're exhaling. That's not good for you to inhale right away, right? I mean, right. that's you're, you're basically, suff- you're, 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 you're slowing down the, your own oxygen intake. So they didn't care about that because we're all in this together, Lewis. And they didn't care and they just wanted to have a symbol of acting busy, really achieving nothing. Well, and the other part of it is, too, when they ask, you know, and they give you specific numbers. They're not giving you anything that they're going to release, not, right? You say, "Oh, well, can we see the can we see the numbers here?" But oh, well, we don't own these models and whatever. Oh, shut up, fatty! Release the numbers. They said twenty percent positivity. We've been at seventeen percent for three weeks, yet we're still not open. You know, we're still not open, and the reason is Why? because we just don't feel right. No, because the worse this problem is, Lewis, the bigger call it is for the rest of the nation to bail out Illinois. The worst, That's the real situation. They need it to be bad, baby. The worst-case scenario for J.B. Pritzker yeah. and Mike Madigan is a fast and seamless recovery. The worst-case scenario, think about this, Lewis. What if they said tomorrow, okay, you can open up. And everything was fine. And not, No, worse. And out of everybody opening up, only 40% opened up. 60% went out of business. All the people that work for those companies all went out on unemployment, which, by the way, Lewis, they can't get their website to work. No. Every, so now people would realize, before election year, you know, these idiots cost me my livelihood. These idiots forever changed the trajectory of my own economic life. You're going to get people who were apt to voting for them to say, I'm not voting for anybody that supported this. That's what they're afraid of. So they're trying to middle it. They're trying to shoot the gap to keep people complacent so they talk about free cheese. And then they're trying to make the problem bad enough so that the rest of the nation says, isn't that a shame what happened to Illinois? Why don't, why don't you have a federal bailout? So this is a real, it's real interesting to watch if you think about it from their perspective. They can't be successful. It destroys their power grab. Lewis, I so appreciate you calling the show. we got a break. Thank you so much. If you care to be on, it's Sean now at 312-642-5600. So, Big Bet, 36 million people unemployed. To give you a uh, perspective, in 2008, after the financial collapse, only 10 million, and I say that only facetiously, 10 million were unemployed. So, technically, the COVID crisis that has killed zero or I'm sorry, 0.0003% of Americans. It's 0.003. Get it straight. All right. An infinitesimal amount of Americans have died. And that, that I'm not taking away from anybody. Believe no, me. But it's I know just people not that are sick. I'm, I'm terrified as everyone else. Nobody wants to see the loss of life. But just to have some perspective. And, 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 you know, I'm not going to focus on the countries that allowed their people to exist free that have very similar numbers to ours as far as success rate and death rate. What I do want to talk about is that just the money, 10 million people after 08, and you can argue there are places that have never recovered, 10 million, now we've got 36 million. $9 trillion already in action. Out there, four million in 
Stock market protection. I'm sorry, I know it's got another name to so the Fed could buy the debt. But a sneaky little thing happened on Tuesday for the first time in world history. The first time. And I didn't see any coverage on it, aside from Zero Hedge, uh, Investors Business Daily, and a couple other financial times, I think, had it, Wall Street Journal. First time ever, the federal government, with your money, with the guy who rents money, with all the taxpayers' money, they're buying corporate debt. You know corporate debt, the one that we complained about for the last three years here, the one that grew exponentially prior to coronavirus, the one that was used mainly for stock buybacks and to fake numbers of corporations so it looked like they were succeeding and growing when only the debt was growing because the debt mainly is secured by the company's stock. So it's not secured. It's unsecured, very high-risk investments. Who gave the Fed the authority to take printed money and buy uncollateralized, weak collateralized, and in some cases not collateralized, corporate debt? But don't worry, they're only buying $33 billion a night. That's all. And mum's the word. In fact, what are our politicians' answer to that? Well, they passed another $3 trillion. And this one includes... One or twelve hundred dollars. Well, my favorite part yeah. is twelve hundred dollars to non-citizens. Well, who do you know? How do you know who they are? Well, yeah, that's the thing. If you want to call somebody undocumented, if you prefer that over illegal alien, you better not have documentation on them. I mean, because it already, seems like you probably do. We already discussed how immoral <laughs> it is to send stimulus now, payments to dead people and pedophiles and white about, beaters, but they're citizens. Now you're going to send it to non-citizens. How do you know who to make the checkout to? How about to? we just send it to everybody who pays taxes? <gasps> and we don't worry about whether you're a citizen or not. But if you don't pay taxes, you don't get any money. Because that would only cover 20% of the people uh-huh. who actually pay taxes. Yep. I mean, I know they make the other people feel good, like you go through, oh, i got to file my taxes. Yeah. Well, when you get credit for having kids and the credit is greater than the taxes you pay, yeah. congratulations, you're on welfare. Yeah. When you've got more money coming out than going in, that there's only one word for that. I mean, it is such a willful ignorance of economics and such a con job and such a blind eye to the fact well, we are already a collectivist socialist country. It's a lot and easier. And this is just getting worse. It's a lot easier to ignore it than to actually have to make hard choices and live by principles, Sean. Bart, thanks for calling the Liberty Hour. How are you? I'm always happy to talk to you, but I'm running out of cigars and I'm getting cranky here. And you pulled me off my topic, so here we go. Everybody you know is going <laughs> to die of something. Yeah. And I, I mean, refuse to honestly, believe that. No, I got bad news for you. This is going <laughs> to hurt both of you. Even I'm going to die someday. Nobody gets out oh, alive. But Welcome nobody wants to, to life. Think about yeah, they that. try not to tell it to kids. No, I know. That's going to suck for yeah. you guys. But here's the thing. <laughs> here's the color. thing. Then everybody, all we do is, is like run from this. No. What about suicides? What about homicides? What about domestic abuse? Funny you what should mention overdoses. That? Hold on, Bart. I'm not going to hang up on you. What about drug abuse? What about oh, despair, heart attacks? Stress-related cancer. Well, this, here's, the, hey, listen, if here's you have the good a stomachache and you blow your brains out, your stomach won't hurt anymore. Here's the good news. All of those Fair things point, that you mentioned, at least the first two-thirds of them, all those things have skyrocketed. Yeah. So what you've said, and, and this is the dirty little secret out there. No, because they're all COVID. No, yeah, they're, they're all COVID all, now. They're all COVID. It's COVID-related drug abuse. Bart, you know, I appreciate it. Thank you so much for calling the show. we got a full board here. Um, but one of the things I want to talk about, very early on, I had said that drug addiction 
had and pres- to prescription drugs had risen and antidepressants thirty eight percent. Yeah, I did my little thing before the show. It's forty seven percent now. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, if, if you turn it into a game, I think we can get to sixty percent before J B Pritzker says you can open your store. What do you I, think? I will. I will parabolically chart. Um, the unemployment and also the increase in, in those medications and, and stuff like that. We'll see. I'll bet there's a absolutely direct link. This between. just in, not everybody wants to sit on their derriere, eat bonbons, and wait for their check. No, we simply people, call those municipal workers. Well. For the rest of us, we like to do things. 312-642-5600. We'll be back. See you in Ukraine soon. You're listening to The Liberty Hour with Sean Thompson. Get on the line with Sean by calling 312-642-5600. So when I first got married, we lived on the uh, sixth floor, west-facing balcony. Never had to worry about Didn't get any flooding then, did you? No, no kids. Actually had conversations back then, you know, aside from grunting at each other when we watched the news. That doesn't sound like fun. It was, yeah. And it sounds tiring. Watch the sunsets. Now I got to go bail basements. Oh, just terrible. What you need, sir, is something that Billy Mays sells just for this occasion. I need a Pritzker servant. There's got to be something. I need like Pritzker servant. Can you imagine how many people it takes him just to take a shower, let alone if his eyeliner, just just bailing water out of your house? I mean, he grew up, he was probably ringing the bell. Ringing the bell. I mean, you can look at him. He couldn't do a push-up if you if if, if you held a baseball. Nanny, thing. my basement is flooding. Nanny, I don't think he could do one push-up. This son of a gun. Yet you he's got he, the power to shut us all. You down. think he saw Mary Poppins and went, "Finally, the key to a clean house. I'm going to eat a spoonful of sugar, and this whole place will be." And he's been eating spoonfuls of sugar every time since yeah. then. I'm at yeah. this meeting on Tuesday. <clears throat> all business. Owners. Excellent segue with the clearing truck. All business owners, right? And the frustration we all have. As we let this cream puff powder ball push us all around and take away everything we work for. It's, it's, it, you can't put a temperature on that. You better stop worrying about the temperature of the COVID and start worrying about the temperature of the citizen. Because I can't imagine we keep taking this. Rob, thanks for calling the show. How are you? How are you? Good. How are you, buddy? I'm doing good, man. You scared me for a minute there when you're talking about Pritzker taking a shower. I thought yeah. you were going to say something else. No, I, I just meant that I meant the, the the natives and the the brushes involved in the salary. You know when you when you <laughs> when him taking a shower is like me bringing my car to Delta Sonic. Wait a minute, it's got to take no. three people and some utensils in there. There's no. I've done the math. The alligator arms around the belly. It can't mathematically work. I tell you what, Rob. I got I nervous just... earlier when he said uh, OSHA. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just me. But I'm silly. At I think uh, I think there's some body parts that man hasn't seen in a few years. So. Oh, are you kidding me? Nobody else has, at least not without a paycheck. But What's is up? that why you call? There you go. Hey, uh, couple. Yeah. Yeah. Did you there? I thought you were hanging up on. I, I'm not. Oh, he was about to. I saved you. What's up? <laughs> thank you. Thank you. You're um, Just the mental component of all this. You're about numbers and percentages, and those are the people that are willing to admit to it and talk about it. I know a yeah. lot of guys, real guys, and and women too, that are really, really struggling. My, and to a lesser degree, myself included, there's a whole undertow of a lot of other things going on with this useless crap yeah. that we're in the middle of right now. Well, here's the thing, a Rob, lot. that I was that I that I said to John Garcia. He said, "How are you funded on it? I'm taking it away from my kids. Yeah, how am I funding it? Is that I'm taking it away from my kids and myself yep. and my wife in the future. I'm funding and it with my future. 
there's also a core need to work, and as particularly for men, I'm not saying women don't, as a, as yeah. a man I speak from that perspective, you have to work, you have to have some purpose and focus, and earning is what, what we're supposed to be doing, and we're not. You're going to try to get that across to a guy that for 50 years yeah. only had to wait for his, his kick-out trust fund check to come? That's why I was cracking up last week. I mean, Rob, I appreciate it when he claims to be a businessman. Two weeks ago when they when they, the lady started Thank the you, Rob, for question calling. at the press conference with, as an entrepreneur yourself, an entrepreneur I just yourself. started cracking up. My wife looked at me like I was a psychopath, partly because I was wearing headphones. Can you imagine? I, 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 I've started everything. Listen, my father never bought me shoes. Right. I started everything. I, I mean, I had, I had people... Guys I traded with, one guy in particular, Buck Hayworth, mm-hmm. he, he helped me get started. Now, how did he help me? He opened an account for me. He didn't give me a tremendous amount of money. Right. He opened it, right? He opened so, the door, but you got to walk through it. I had $400 it. my first day. I made a promise to myself that I'd never have to put a check in. And you know something? I left in, in, in 2005. I never put a check in. Now, I got some through hard times there. Believe me, brother. Yeah. There were some stressful times. But the idea that this guy thinks he's ever been at a business meeting no. because of his ideas, because of his concept, because of his talents, everything in his life is because of his money. He's not a man. He's an heiress. That's not a man it's it's just sickening to me as you watch him take away the livelihoods of all these men all these men who built their own lives sickening with the swipe of a pen dawn thanks for calling the show how are you just think about what we're debating here shelter in place don't breathe don't move and be part of the team we're all in this together but we're all in this together and the abortion clinics are open so Here's, let's make a deal, Mr. Pritzker. Close the abortion clinics. Save those lives because those, I guess, apparently to you don't matter. And you know what? Then maybe I'll start listening to you. But I don't really understand what we're doing. And, you know, the other thing is we have Barack Obama putting yeah. down Trump. Um, 4,000 people were shot while you were president, sir. 4,000 people. Did those lives matter? Which, wait, wait, wait. wait. 4,000 people were shot. We, we get 4,000 people every two Chicago? years. Right? What are you talking well, about? When he, during his pregnancy, during, while he was president. In Chicago? But mean, I guess it's a, a, yeah, are you talking about in Chicago, Don? In Chicago. Oh, okay, fine. Yeah, yeah I'm sorry. Yeah, sense. in Chicago. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah well, that's a pretty common curtis, uh, or criticism of him is that he never really um, repaid those votes that he, got he, him into office by doing most, anything for the inner city community. He's the most successful failure ever to be in the political spotlight. Well, just there has never been a guy who failed more obviously, right. yet is touted so successfully. But that it's shows bizarro world. how important perception is to reality. And I'm going to tell you what, Don, he's doing Trump a huge favor and he doesn't know it. I'm going to tell you right now, I have young kids. I listen to young kids. Some of them help me do inventory from time to time in the cigar store. These kids that are between, say, 30 and 18, do you think they're going to vote for Joe Biden? They think Joe Biden is a joke. Yeah. I'm talking about what they really think. Turnout's going to be pretty low. Do you think these laborers, these men that make things go around, the workers, now some of them will because they're union scumbag, fat slob at the SEIU, Trump got told them to. But as many, if not more of them, will just not vote. They, right. they might not vote for Trump, but they're not going to vote for Biden either. I mean, you can't look at this guy and think he's got a solid chance, Don. Thank you so much. Joe Biden can't get out. Uh, he, can't, he was talking to a recording. Did you see when the guy said it was a recorded question? He was answering it. He's a moron in diapers. No one's going to vote for him. Don't worry. Trump's going to walk away with it. 312-642-5600. I do appreciate that about Sean, and I love him for it. 
This is the Liberty Hour. Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM560, The Answer. The alcoholism and drug addiction that is skyrocketing. Hey, we don't need to be airing my first... Oh, (laughs) sorry, go ahead. So I get an update just now. (laughs) Just now, we're on the break. Yeah. Uh, Aurora Cannabis, Inc., which in full disclosure... You own I, own some a, I own some. Yeah. And I get a thing. Some There's stock. 35% increase mm. in this quarter in their earnings. Almost as if a lot of people were staying at home and making that one of their essential stops on their way out of their net revenue. Running their errands. Came in at $78.4 million. Million dollars. Million dollars. It's the largest increase since they started the stock. Well, yeah, it only goes. I mean, it so much so that Canadian banks are now looking to legitimize the cannabis industry by opening accounts. That's been a rough point here in the United States, too, where, you know, if you, Brother, if, even if you were one of these legal businesses or a medical dispensary, you couldn't, get a, you couldn't get a bank account because these banking regulations would say, no, 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 the federal government says that's listed as a Class A narcotic, and therefore you're now a, an associated in a drug trade. Yeah. It's insane. This is now like being in the Soviet Union, like oh after goodness. Lenin took over. Yeah. Only you could, you know, you have a little bit of latitude. But what we're living As in, opposed to the Soviet Union before I Lenin mean, took over? Go ahead. All the liberals and the progressives, look at what they've done to this economy. Now, I'm, I right. say that, and here's the part. Okay, we only got a few minutes here. Here's the part where I'm going to, now that we, I've established Trump is going to win, and he better win, and he's the better choice, and that's absolutely true. Can you imagine if he would not have shut down? The country, if he would have said, I am and I'm not going to ban the states from shutting you down. No, but I'm but encouraging not, you to stay open. I'm encouraging you to stay open. Yep. And as the federal government, which is what I represent, I am not going to enact an order that you are forced by federal law to shut down. Or even better yet, vocally just stating a determination that as the leader of the federal government, the executive branch of the federal government, I have determined that it is not within my power. Right. To enact this sort of thing and set that precedent. Based on the founding of the country, I don't own your business, you do. I recommend you take steps to protect you and yourself and your customers, but it is not within my purview to shut you down. That's not a proof speech. Can you imagine how busy, how busy I would be at Liberty Real Estate Services? That's Sean, S-H-A-U-N, at LibertyRealEstateServices.com. I would have not had to meet three guys yesterday. I would have had to meet 30. Because states that are run by the fascists, by the Nazis, the real Nazis, claiming to be progressive and liberal, who shut their businesses down, yet the other states would have had the flexibility to remain open instead of just opening early? like Georgia and Florida and Texas, yeah. and I don't think Nebraska even closed at all, Th- these businesses would have said, well, why would I own a business here? Can you imagine these monster companies that have ridiculous budgets, ridiculous commitments? You think that loan that the government gave them, number one, they wanted, number two, is going to prevent anything? These airlines are parked, 90% of their airplanes are parked. You think they're going to keep the one person after the funny money runs out? No, you're not going to keep anybody because this is the reality of what happens when you take away our liberty, when you take away the choices from the people. And when you say you don't even you're not even entitled to your choices as you double down on your power, whether it be face masks or opening your business, as you take policemen who were sworn to uphold my rights and you turn them against me. And now you incentivize them by paying their own 
pensions and, 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 and salaries by giving us fines. You have staged a coup on freedom itself. And the pushback by the Republicans is, I really wish you'd get in session. The Illinois Republicans, I really wish, you know, maybe if you got us in session, we could help. In the meantime, what have you done? I mean, honestly, an Illinois Republican, outside from the mayor of these towns, like the mayor of Elmhurst, the mayor of Naperville, and these independent mayors who say, I've had enough, that's where you start. And you take these guys and you make them more important. And all the guys who sat on on their checks, throw them out. Brady, Dirk, and you make me sick. I'll be back next week. I know they're supposed to be helping I have to go home. I have to go home. I have to go home. I have to go home.